Welcome to the Agency Freedom Podcast. We help you find your freedom in every aspect of your business. Captivity comes in many forms, from stale, ineffective sales and marketing tactics, to outdated technology and workflows, to teams who are performing far less than their true capabilities. On this show, you'll hear compelling conversations with your peers in the insurance industry, as well as from top-shelf professionals in related fields who are leading the charge towards what's coming next. This is the Agency Freedom Podcast. Let's go. Hey, folks, welcome back to the Agency Freedom Podcast and our final episode of 2023. This is a two-part episode. We'll be chopping it right down the middle, uh, talking about two very specific sets of topics. The first part is going to be lessons learned in 2023 And the second part, which will drop a week from today on the last Friday of the year, going to talk about our keys for winning in 2024. You'll notice a little bit of a facelift on our intro and outro, new music, basically just getting a refresh done on the way that we deliver the content to you moving into 2024 and beyond. So, Definitely appreciate uh, your feedback, your thoughts and feelings. You can email us at podcast at jamesjenkins.com. I love hearing from you with guest recommendations, ideas, concerns, and really any sort of feedback. Uh, Talking with listeners and Freedom Jumpers is always a lot of fun. The positive, the negative, everything in between. So let's uh, digress and take a look, as I imagine most of you are doing, at 2023, lessons learned, challenges encountered, punches received to the chin, or perhaps the groin from time to time, uh, there really is no way around it. 23 was a wild year, started off very strong, very positive, and uh, the divestiture of our personal lines book went exactly according to plan. Could not have timed that one more appropriately. The personal lines market in most of the country, including certainly Texas, took a huge nosedive. So that was a big positive. But there are four not-so-positive things that I learned in 2023, and I want to share them with you. And this is definitely a transparent and vulnerable episode. It's kind of been a theme the last couple of months. Uh, You guys have been paying attention. And I'm going to go ahead and hit our little whoosh button here so we can hit our first of four topics. Let's just jump right into it. The first lesson learned is that distractions can be deadly. And what that means for me and for RiskWell in 2023 is taking your eye off the ball and forgetting about the, the primary thing. As my grandfather used to say, keeping the main thing the main thing is that when a distraction comes up, whether that is a shiny object or a piece of tech or a new hire or a new potential business opportunity, we always have to be mindful that this new thing is compatible with the main thing. Because if it's not, it's entirely possible that what looks like a good thing could in fact be a deadly thing. My 2023 started off 
very, very strong. I was finishing uh, the writing of my first book, Leaving Captivity, and had just completed the sale of our personal lines book, had a nice infusion of cash, and was riding high thinking that I was hot stuff. I was getting a lot of positive feedback from the little nuggets that I was dropping from the book. I was getting invited uh, to keynote stuff left and right and decided to make a, a strong turn in putting effort into getting a professional speaking career off the ground. That began in February. I got my first Big I State Convention gig and uh, traveled to the great state of Michigan, had a good time up there. And over the course of the year, I did a total of 10 paid gigs. And it was a lot of fun. It was something new. It was something very challenging. It, it made me really strive to be the best version of myself because there's a lot of pressure in being hired and being paid thousands of dollars to travel across the country and stand on a stage in front of your peers. You have the responsibility of doing something special, of being worth what you were paid and having real impact on your peers. All of that was good. It was, it was amazing fun and had so many great conversations and, and great feedback from those gigs. The challenge is none of that drove revenue for my agency, for RiskWell. And as we'll talk about in, in the second point, in the absence of really clear financial planning and, and running the strategic plan that I should have been running, distraction can be deadly. And we got to September, October of this year, and some things came about on the financial side of things, and I realized how far off of our numbers we were at that point in the year. And uh, there's no way to, to describe it other than to share what if you heard the anxiety episode a few weeks ago, uh, you already know what I'm about to share, but I found myself with a legit panic attack on the floor of my hotel room staring up at the ceiling in New Orleans. And this was after I had delivered a keynote presentation and a workshop uh, to my friends at NetView. I never told them about this because frankly, I was terribly embarrassed that it happened and was struggling to understand it myself. Suffice it to say that while writing a book was a very huge positive thing, and I've had nothing but really good feedback from the hundreds of people uh, that have read the book, probably a few thousand at this point, that book and the speaking career that I launched this year ended up being a massive distraction and cost me dearly uh, in my agency. Thankfully, we've put a lot of things in place in the last two months uh, that have turned around in significant ways. But nevertheless, the distraction of chasing a dream of being in, an influencer, a thought leader on stage in the insurance industry ended up costing me many, many, many thousands of dollars in my agency and put us on a course that required massive effort to turn around. Next is the lesson learned that I literally put in chapter five of my book, Leaving Captivity, and it's that you must, absolutely must know your numbers. Rewind to January 1 of 2023. We were in the middle of being disillusioned and upset with our CPA and bookkeeper. There were a lot of small errors made and sloppiness and delays in communication, and we were really unhappy with that relationship. So we decided to move on from them 
once they finished the taxes and the annual stuff from 22. Moved on to someone that came highly recommended from multiple sources, and they were going to be taking care of our bookkeeping while we looked for a CPA who was familiar with the insurance industry. And that uh, that bookkeeper ended up being a complete disaster, uh, was absent, uh, didn't communicate well, was asleep at the wheel, and messed up a whole bunch of stuff that took us months of, of corrective action to, to get back to normal. Hey, Freedom Jumper, are you looking to take your business to the next level? Who isn't, right? Write more business and see your agency succeed with NBS. At Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, they understand the challenges local agents face in the constantly changing marketplace. That's why they offer a wide array of personal and commercial markets and policy options to help you meet the needs of your customers, no matter how unique or outlandish they may be. With a team of experienced and dedicated professionals that provide you with the support and guidance you need to see your agency succeed, Nationwide Brokerage Solutions is here to support you every step of the way. Don't just survive in the competitive insurance industry. Thrive with Nationwide Brokerage Solutions. Get started today. Learn more at nbsbrokerage.com. Uh, that relationship was a giant time suck. And unfortunately, we found out that the two months that this person was in charge of things, nothing happened the way that it was supposed to. And it left us seriously behind. And so we're in April and I don't have financials after January's monthly. So uh, our financial data was zero after January 31st. So we find a new bookkeeper and we find a new CPA and it takes them about four months get everything totally square and caught up so all the books are are what they're supposed to be. This happened about two weeks before the incident uh, in October in New Orleans. And I spent most of the year not knowing my numbers. And when everything came crashing down all at once, and I got 10 months of financial data all at once, it was extremely difficult to endure that emotionally. And the, the lesson learned of you must know your numbers is it's not up to the CPA for you to know your numbers. It's not up to the bookkeeper for you to know your numbers. If they're dropping the ball, then you have to have some sort of alternative plan. You have to have a fallback in place to make sure that you're able to continue running with your strategic plan and have an idea of where you're at as far as production goes, as far as your bank statements and your expenses and your revenues on an ongoing basis. Really unfortunate timing, but we moved to a new management system, which is Nexture, part of the XDTI family. And most of that has gone well. My team likes Nexture, but it has a very, very steep learning curve. There's a lot to it, as with any AMS. And the new AMS, combined with the lack of a proper bookkeeper or proper CPA relationship, put us in a huge bind. And that is my responsibility as the leader. I did not put appropriate plans in place and have backups in place for when other people failed to do their job, and we paid for it as an agency. So the lesson is you must know your numbers, and it's your responsibility to know your numbers. you got to own it. No one else's responsibility for you to know your numbers. Next, revenue is your first responsibility. I don't know what I was thinking, honest to God. I look back on it now and it just seems absolutely insane that I would say something like this as the owner of the company. But I told my team that I was pivoting away from being 
focused on sales that I wanted to move into a CEO position and find someone else to be the the producer underneath of me and that I was going to focus on being the rainmaker and making the phone ring and representing our brand in the marketplace and yada, 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 generic excuses, whatever, nonsense. It just sounds like absolute rubbish now. And I stepped out of having revenue as my first responsibility. And the simple result of that decision was that our new business numbers over the course of several months took an absolute nosedive. And I know this this is my surprise face, right? Jennifer and other people on our team were doing the very best that they could running the ship and handling the inbound traffic. But the simple fact is if no one is driving a new business engine, then new business is going to suffer. Like we talked about with the first one, distractions can be deadly. Revenue is your first responsibility. If it's not being done, it's your only responsibility because nothing else matters without revenue coming in the door. And I screwed up in a huge way in 2023 because I wanted to be the chief executive. I wanted to move into an executive role and not being uh, involved in daily operating. And that's fine. That is wonderful. That is absolutely the way that it's supposed to go as an agency grows. But if the person who is the best salesman, salesperson in the office decides that they want to be an executive and not the one who's driving revenue, the chief revenue officer, if you will, then who else is supposed to drive the new business revenue? Who's going to make those calls? Who's going to make those marketing drops? Who's going to reach out to channel partners and ask for referrals? If it's not the principal, if it's not a producer who is tasked with being the front line, with being the tip of the spear from a new business perspective, then who is it going to be? I messed up, and I hope you don't find yourself in a situation where you're repeating my mistakes. Revenue is your first responsibility. And finally, in this conversation about lessons learned in 2023 is the simple fact that your pipeline is your lifeline. It sounds trite and silly to say it, but your pipeline is your lifeline. You'll notice there's a a deep connection between the third and the fourth points. Because if revenue is your first responsibility, the likelihood is very strong that you're going to have a good idea of your pipeline. Not just what is already closed this month or this quarter, but what is coming next. What is the next 30 days looking like for your revenue, for new business, for renewals that confirm? What about 60? What about 90? As I record this episode in December of 2023, for the first time in probably close to a year, I know with good clarity what our 30, 60, and 90-day pipeline looks like. I can tell you with relative certainty what our benchmarks, our thresholds for revenue are going to be in January and February and March based on the ongoing conversations we already have. Now that we are in the commercial side of things with 100% of our effort, the sales cycle is a little bit longer and in some cases a lot longer. It could be weeks or months or even a year or more depending on the size and complexity of the account. We have no less than 10 accounts that are in some sort of pending status where they're not going to be closing business in the next six months, but they have already committed to working with us and we already have things in motion 
to add value to those relationships and cement them and make sure that they are long lasting. So when we think about the lessons learned in 2023, first lesson is get the year right. It really comes down to focus, plan your work and work your plan. Distractions can be deadly. Know your numbers. Revenue is your first responsibility and your pipeline is your lifeline. That is it for this episode. I love your feedback on this. I'd love to hear from you. Did I miss anything? What's the biggest lesson that you've learned in 2023 that you are going to correct as we move into 2024? Stay tuned. A week from today, the second half of this two-part episode drops. We talk about the keys for winning in 2024. We're going to talk about three things that I'm going to be doing at RiskWell that's going to drive the majority of our success in 2024 and beyond. So thanks for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful holiday season and a happy new year. And for those of you listening in the future, enjoy part two that's coming right at you. Y'all take care. Thanks as always for listening to the Agency Freedom Podcast. Please subscribe to the show and leave us a review if you like what you hear. Those subs and reviews are actually super important for our reach to new listeners. Get your copy of my book, Leaving Captivity, on Amazon or Audible for the audiobook version. We'd love to hear from you, so please send your thoughts, questions, ideas, and general feedback to us at podcast at jamesjenkins.com. Agency Freedom is produced and distributed by podsquad.fm. This is the Agency Freedom Podcast. Make it a great day, boys and girls. Until next time, let's go. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.